Welcome, welcome, welcome to another great episode of Create, Learn, Implement, aka CLI Podcast with me, your host, Coyetta, where we talk all things life and business. On today's episode, we have the lovely Erica Knox, who is a PR and communication strategist, and I'm going to have her tell you where she works. This was a great conversation, and I hope you guys enjoyed on the other side. It's my birthday month. It's my birthday month. And as a result, I am offering all my one-on-one services at an exclusive discount. Okay, that is my one-on-one power hour session. That is my three-month mentorship program. And that is Business in a Day VIP. So these services are being offered at a deeply discounted price for the month of November only. Okay, so this deal is about to expire. However, the great news is you can use this deal and book dates well into December. Awesome, right? So hit the link in the show notes to sign up for either Business in a Day VIP, my one-on-one power hour session, or my three-month mentorship program. Get this deal while it's here because it is going to be locked up very soon for the rest of 2022. Can't wait to work with you. All right, beautiful people. I would like us to welcome Erica Knox, who is a PR and communications expert. Can I see where you work at? Absolutely. Okay, for BET people. All right. It's such a pleasure having you, Erica. It's been a struggle to get our schedules together, but I'm so happy you're here. I am so, so grateful to be here. I've had the honor of being asked to be on the show, but I've also watched some of the episodes that you've put out and some of the women that I love and adore. So I'm just so grateful that you selected me to be on this episode and I can't wait. I know we're going to have a great conversation, so I'm excited. Absolutely, Erica. Thank you so much again. So let's let's dive back in because I like to find out about the past. You know, people think that uh, people in positions of power uh, are born with some kind of a you know magic or silver spoon, and that's simply not the case. So just just not for everybody, at least. So dive back into your story a little bit. Tell us about a um, a young Erica. Yes. So how young are we going? Because young Erica has always been um, very talkative. So I definitely did get that on my report card, (laughs) always getting in trouble for Um, But now I'm able to make a living off of speaking and being able to speak life into people. But young Erica, definitely um, one, I was born in Inglewood, California. And I moved to New York when I was about six years old. So I lived in Brooklyn. And then after that, I have moved um, to just about every borough in New York City. I've lived in South Carolina. So overall, um, that is a bit about me and young Erica. I started off um, for my undergraduate experience at Morgan State University. So if you are an HBCU graduate or student, just know I'm rooting for you. Um, I also served as Miss Morgan State University at HBCUs. We have an official ambassador and that was me. And so you see where my talkative self got me. Um, But overall, just being a young girl, I was definitely eager, always um, outgoing and singing. Um, So I studied music in high school. I know I'm jumping around a bit on my childhood, but bear with me. 
hard to keep up for myself, <laughs> but overall it's created and molded me into the woman that I am. And so that's a bit about me. Perfect. Perfect. So I know that you mentioned that you are talkative, which is, you know, it does sound like a good segue for a PR job, but what drew you into the world of PR and communications? So initially when I went to Morgan State University, that's kind of where I decided to even look into what public relations was. I started off as a psychology major because I wanted to know why do people do the things they do? I had such an eager like curiosity to just understand why, why did you do that? And especially for me growing up in a crime-ridden neighborhood, I wanted to know why crime was so apparent. Why was it so like everywhere? Why was it impacting our communities? Why did drugs plague our communities when we were younger? Like I had all of these questions because I was exposed to all of that deeply in um, very firsthand, like within my family and just in my community. So I wanted to know like, why do people do the things they do? Why, why is the government doing what it's doing? And just a curiosity. And then also just to understand relationships and how like, you know, your relationship between your family and whatever the case may be. And so that is that. And then I also um, changed it to political science because I wanted to advocate for people. I was like, now that I know your why, I can advocate for the things that you can't say. And so to show your value or to show the value of your story. And that brought me to the intersection of PR. So my major in undergrad was strategic communication, which is public relations, marketing and advertising. And I literally wanted to um, do so. I want to tell the stories of our greatest African-American and people of color overall. Um, I want to tell their stories. I want to showcase how they've made um, such beautiful, remarkable impact on this world um, based on their own experiences. And so that is a bit about how I got into PR. And now I'm growing a new love for it. I'm growing a new love for being able to amplify the stories of our people, um, being able to show the value of so many amazing projects that creatives are working on, so many amazing projects that um, we are able to collaborate on, especially at BT. And then personally, I have a love for just being that person that gives flowers, like if no one's going to acknowledge this, I am going to acknowledge it because I'm just that friend. I'm that coworker. I'm that like person. So that is a bit about how I got into PR and I'm still um, learning my love for it and what it means to me. But overall, so far, it's to amplify those stories that are often not told and to give people their flowers in a new way to show the value and the story of the creation of some of our like most dope projects um that we get to see and and be a part of so that's a bit about um you know why I decided to jump into this field (laughs) jump in with my eyes closed and I open them and and here here you are (laughs) I love that no it's 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 um especially where you are at BET to be able to amplify amplify our voices is really key um within the world that you're in the world of television how does a PR um, or, or, or media work in terms of television? So you can break it down for us a little. So how does PR work in the world of television? Yeah. Um, so I think people wouldn't understand one, the cast or the importance of the people that are chosen on a cast. Yeah. If it PR. I think there's one thing to just have a cast that people love. Oh, I love her outfits. I love that. But when you get into issues and social causes such as the LGBTQIA plus community, mm-hmm. it's important 
PR aspect to amplify that like, hey, we chose this person because we know our audience in our audience is someone who feels unseen, who feels unheard, who feels unappreciated because they don't identify in the way that everybody else identifies as. And so in terms of our TV shows, especially here, it's so beautiful to see how we can say like, hey, we see you and we hear you, which is why we casted this specific person. We could have went with anybody in the world, but cast person um for a show I think is super dope because it you know it highlights those areas of our world that are often unseen in terms of people um so that's I think that covers that um but I also don't work strictly in in television so just a little bit about my position I work at the intersection of corporate communications and social impact so something I'm super passionate about is giving back to the community, like putting our feet to the ground and using all of our resources, leveraging our power to give back to the communities that we came from. Like for one of my favorite things that I'm working on right now, entrepreneurial micro grant initiative and that is so amazing and I'm super excited and proud to be working on it but basically we're giving away a hundred thousand dollars to 10 businesses in Harlem and this came about um, in honor of us doing the Soul Train Awards in Harlem at the historical Apollo Theater. When I was in high school, I remember visiting the Apollo Theater and it was just everything as someone studying performing arts, studying music and dance. It was just everything. So to think about how important Harlem is to me and my family who is from Harlem, um, but overall important to BT and like being able to use that space and be welcome there, we had to give back. We had to um, do so. And so on the PR aspect, it's something to do something good for the community. But I think the power of social media, the power of PR is being able to tell people like, hey, we're doing this and not in a braggadocious way, but like in a way that's like, hey, we're doing this and we encourage you to do the same. We encourage you to use your power to, you know, get back to our community. So um, in some ways, it's just amplifying the things that are occurring so that People can be inspired, but also like, you know, feel celebrated. Those 10 businesses that we're soon to announce, like they're going to be screaming. I'm so excited. Or at least I would hope for them to be, because if I want $10,000, um, $10,000 as a small business in this day and age, especially after COVID, especially just being like, just being a human in this world right now, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I was able to do that, I would be so you know taking the time out to celebrate them and all that they're doing um whether that's you know musical arts in the community or whatever the case may be like just celebrating their strides because one it takes a lot to be a business owner Mm -hmm. um it takes a lot to be a black business owner specifically and it takes a lot to just you know run the ropes sometimes you play every role and so like I'm just so excited that we could celebrate them, but that's the role of PR and that is just amplifying that, making sure that as many people as possible know about the great work um, that those people, the, the business owners are doing. And also, you know, our pride, our prideness, our pride and whatever the word is, sorry, <laughs> Meet, between meetings, this is, this is it, but um, just our pride to be able to like give back to our community and the ways that we know how. Perfect. I love that. So that's also bringing attention to those businesses. When you speak to business owners, yeah, what are you hearing in terms of what's missing for them um, in terms of the media giving back? What's missing for them? Um, You know, that is a really good question. That's a really good question. I would say um, authenticity 
like a, a genuine connection. I think in light of um, George Floyd's death and just in light of everything that happened that year with racism and just being exposed to the world, yeah, we saw so many businesses just putting up a post or like just saying something. But I think when people start a business and they're deeply rooted in their why and their like the vision of the business, they're not just in it sometimes for the money. Sometimes like I would hope that like businesses are in it to, you know, make an impact like to whatever the community that they're serving is so mm -hmm. if I have a musical arts like um business my goal is to help all of the youth that are in my community and I'm sure that it's, it usually starts with that like deep connection so I think one thing that's often missing is just like that authentic um connection like why is it that you want to partner with me like do you want to partner just because you say you did it mm -hmm. or do you really care about this thing and you want to partner with me as a business to you know further like improve our community give resources and opportunities I think that authenticity is just it's it's always lacking and there's always more room to grow um in terms of just building regular you know relationships um and good rapports with people that actually care that are going to stick it off till the wheels fall off because I'm not just here for the money I'm not just here for the visibility I'm here because this is something that's important to me or someone in my family um so yeah I think authenticity is definitely missing sometimes um well yeah I could see it it could be a very uh um buttoned up or maybe pretentious space you know mm -hmm. different motives but um I could see that you know, as, as a PR expert, um, would you say that uh, PR and communications is an art form? Is there like a, a way of being when it comes to PR and communications? Absolutely. You know, I really love this interview so far because typically I speak about my speaking side, um, but specifically, I think me being a speaker and evoking emotion in a positive way, yeah. that definitely um like ties into the art of communications and the art of PR there is an art they're really um and it's not just saying slick stuff like it's saying things that will ultimately translate to people like the reason why I wanted to study um psychology is because I was like why do people think the way they think and do the things they do but the art of communications is to understand how people receive information and to speak to them in a way that they will understand and that they will hopefully like take action on or or move forward with a new perspective. So there's definitely an art to um, communications. Love that. Now diving into the art of communications, when it comes to pitching or, you know, buzzwords when you're communicating about your business or your event or, you know, what are some words that we should be using when we're in the, when we're trying to communicate about what we have to offer? That is a great question. Um, so some buzzwords that I would say. Yeah. Hmm. I think it all depends on who, who you're pitching to or who you're talking to um, and about what and what industry. Mm -hmm. um, because it's one thing to use the buzzwords that everyone is using, but I would say avoid those, like avoid the buzzwords that everyone avoid is the using. buzzwords. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, think about what's true to you. Think about what's true and authentic to your business and speak mm -hmm. to that because buzzwords are only going to get you so far. 
if it's not authentic to your business, people are going to open it automatically, you know, hold the value of your business to that statement. Mm-hmm. And it very well may not be, you know, something that you can put in a buzzword. Some people are making like huge impacts um, in a way that you just can't buzzword it, I guess you could say. <laughs> you just can't buzzword it through. <laughs> yeah, you know, you have to speak to it. Um, okay, right. I, I got that. I got that. Now, you know, you work for BET, which is so amazing to me um, as, a, as a young woman. Um, I love that energy that you're giving and, and you know, um, your authenticity. How do we even the, plain, the playing field though, to make sure all parts of the Black culture is represented? Because we know BET is all Black. How do we, even if for everybody, we have the Caribbean culture, we have, you know, so many different aspects of Black culture. Absolutely. Um, yes, the diaspora is rich and healthy. As someone yes. who has people of Caribbean descent um, in my near family, yeah. big ups to all my people. Yes, big ups. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> but I think connecting us through the culture and the things that make our culture our music, um, the things, especially music. Um, so I've seen us amplified in that way, yeah. um, which is not my department, but look. It's great to see. It's great to experience. So especially our music, um, especially getting to know the traditions and the, the reasons behind our culture, the reasons behind um, a lot of our thought processes, or also showing that journey from being in your home in, the, in another country and how you are making it in the U.S., I think is a great way to um, showcase the power and the strength that lies yeah. in people of Caribbean descent, people of other um, descents, as opposed to just being African-American born in the U.S., but definitely showing that journey and amplifying that. And I think I've seen us do that in some ways. Um, yeah. And we'll definitely try to put some things in the show notes um, because that's not my department again, but I've seen <laughs> it and been able to experience it. So I'm like, I, I, I know that um, there's always room to tell that story. And, and me personally, I'm in awe of those kind of stories. Like I'm in awe of people who started from literally nothing in this country, no knowledge of, of how to operate here, no knowledge of how to like survive you're you're going from surviving to thriving sometimes um sometimes only having one person out here in the U.S. that you can depend on or someone out here that can show you the ropes like it's a total totally different ball game um and then when we get into how you handle your mental health here like there's healthcare. there's just so many things um I studied in Trinidad and Tobago I studied mental health there which is there was like zero to five percent of people that even knew what mental health was and that was in 2019 and so um I think it's just so it's such a different ball game coming here but I think it's important that we show that that as well absolutely I love that so you know being in the PR world what are some faux pas that you've seen in your role can you define that? I don't think I'm familiar with that phrase. Uh, just just some things you shouldn't do, essentially. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling that it was that, but there's, look, Urban Dictionary will take you down some routes with that word. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, um, but I would definitely say um, some things you have to stay away from are just, um, I would say being transactional. Like it can be a very transactional industry, yes. but my recommendation is to try to make as much 
as many meaningful, um, of course, PRs by definition, mutually beneficial relationships, but definitely try to not only ask for people to cover your news or ask for people to cover things, but be a lending hand. If there's some way that you can amplify something, if they're, even if it's like off the record or informally, be a lending hand, be a resource as well. I always like to not only ask for something, but also be a resource down the line um, mm-hmm. and schedule some time to get to know people and why they are in the industry to ask or or help you in any kind of way with your personal professional endeavors. So that's my personal tip. Um, just stay away from just being transactional. Like, hey, I need this, I need this, I need this because people get tired of being needed and sometimes need some help. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. That's definitely a probably like a personal um, one. And then something else to stay away from is false news, of course. Like mm-hmm. in this industry, it's very small. Um, you don't want your name to be tainted because you are gossiping in the wrong space um and just giving out like false news or just false information like you want to just make sure that your reputation um leaves a great taste in people's mouths they know that you're always true to who you are and true to what you say and so that's definitely something else to stay away from as much as you can avoid um take gossiping out of your diet it's there's just there's just no room for that. And I have a community of um, moguls in the making. And one thing that we value is that moguls don't talk about people. Um, and we probably won't even be talking about events. But one thing that we'll always be talking about is ideas. Ideas to make a system, a person, a session, a creative idea, like making things better, improving things, and using our creative juices and our energy to make a positive impact, not to... Um, tarnish names or tarnish people so I think that's definitely my personal one I love that I love that so tell me more about this group that you're working on this mobile group um what how, how do you how do you get to be a part of something like that wait I'm sorry can you repeat that um the group the sorry the group of moguls that you're working with young moguls. oh yes absolutely so that is something that is so near and dear to my heart um so it's basically a networking group we um previously have hosted events um we've also hosted like virtual events we've hosted co-working sessions we've hosted instagram lives highlighting stories Mm -hmm. um but i know i said networking event but it's i mean networking company but it's more so a hub um a space a safe space for Um, women of color as they're on the journey to becoming the mogul of their dreams. And so we really value being 1% better every day and doing life together because life is hard. And sometimes um, (laughs) words that I don't want to say on this podcast, but (laughs) life is a lot, you know, and so we have huge dreams and goals. And so one thing we focus on is, of course, being 1% better every day, but giving ourselves grace as we grow. Um, I don't believe in anything but divine timing and so if you are in this space right now and you feel like there's anywhere where you should somewhere else that you should be nine times out of ten it's not nine times out of ten in this season whether it's super difficult super hard super frustrating or super joyous and like super exciting whatever the case may be for you this season is necessary because it is teaching you something about yourself. It is helping you to secure that brick in your empire. So one thing about us is we really focus also on just the long game. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that we are building empires 
we're not building entities, we're building empires, which means multiple multiple conglomerates as a, you know, as, as a result of our creativity and our stories and sometimes our circumstances, which have molded me. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at Move and Meraki. We actually have something coming up called a podcast and it'll be called mogul.mp3. And it, what it is simply is what it sounds like. It's a soundtrack from Moguls. It's hosted by me. Um, and of course, I'll bring on some of my favorite moguls, not even my favorite, some of our favorite mogul women um, who are just making amazing strides in the community, who have dope businesses, who have dope stories, and who are pushing through in just a perfect exemplification of what a mogul is. So definitely follow us on Instagram at Move in Meraki. Um, and yeah, please feel free to follow me as well and hit me up because I'm very, um, very, very like open, open-minded and open book for anyone that needs to understand their journey or has hit a roadblock in this journey. Um, becoming a mogul is not easy and it's not for the week, <laughs> but yeah. that is one thing we focus on is just being there for each other through it. Because the one thing I would hate for someone to do, and this is something that I've experienced is one burnout and two feel like you can't make it past an obstacle that's on your road your road was destined to have obstacles the same way you are destined to to overcome them okay. that's just the fact and that is something that we are rooted in and grounded in um and so like I said growing you know with grace um so pushing ourselves to the pedal pushing that pedal but also knowing when to stop press and pause and release and allow ourselves to have grace um, on the journey. And I think with that combination, hmm, y'all better watch out world because we have a lot in store um, and not even just from me, like from the people that are in that network. So yes, definitely follow us and stay tuned for everything that's coming up. Um, super excited for that. That is, that's my baby. It's, it's more like a toddler now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely growing but yes absolutely I love that I love that and, and in that world you know uh, of PR and, and even coming up uh, into a mogul there are crisis situations so how do you suggest that we deal with that from a PR and communication standpoint yes I feel like I am in the hot seat of what did you yeah. study <laughs> What did you study? Um, and so your question was about handling crises. Yes. One head on, um, like if there is a crisis, I feel like with your business or business owner, CEO, whatever the case may be, the best thing to do in my position is to come up with a strategy. Um, but to avoid deflecting, sometimes the best way is to approach things before everyone else can announce them for you. Yeah. Um, Sometimes the best way is to, you know, say things on behalf of you, as opposed to 600 people saying it and coming up with their own stories. Right. So that's definitely my suggestion is taking a beat to strategize um, on what is authentic, but what is also the best business way to approach it. And then, you know, getting ahead of the curve of, of all the scenarios that people can make up as much as you can, because at the end of the day, people will respect ownership of, of an, a mistake as opposed to people deflecting for years and continuing to tarnish their brand. Yeah, I think Kevin Hart did like a great, uh, was a great example of this, how he got in front of his situation and no one talks about that anymore. You know, that's such a, a distant memory. You know what, it, look, you mentioned it and I just almost forgot. It had to like <laughs> Google search in my mind. Just now. <laughs> so, that's so true. And 
kudos to his team handling that with such grace um, yeah, yeah. and honesty, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, Erica, you know, you are in a space that can be very challenging. So how do you stay grounded? How do you keep it together? Like, what is your, um, what is your go-to uh, routine? Ooh, now we're getting into the stuff that I love to talk about as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, because like I said, I'm a speaker. And one of the things that I talk about the most is mental health and a mogul mindset. Mm -hmm. And so my morning routine often looks like waking up and doing a devotional. Um, I am a woman of God and um, no, what, how do I say it? Like no shame to you if you don't believe in what I believe in. But just I'm know right here with you. I'm a believer. That's my homie. Okay. Bestie. <laughs> like everything in one, he'll get it done. <laughs> so that is me. Um, so I definitely start off with some devotionals, whether that's on the YouVersion app or there's this app called Abide. I really, really love this meditation app. Um, it, you get to meditate on scripture to start your day or to end your day. And then they have some soothing sounds. So that's typically how I start my days. Um, just trying to make sure that I'm not responding to emails super yeah. early because I have experienced one of the lowest lows in terms of my daily practices now are just to remedy that and to yeah. never go back to that so that's what it looks like for me I'm just staying grounded um and definitely talking to God making sure I part of my self-care is discipline like disciplining myself to have self-care in my regimen Mm -hmm. in my daily routine no matter what so for me that looks like getting away maybe taking a weekend trip which I just did this weekend and I feel so amazing like of course the media world is chaotic and can cause you to just be um stressed out but there's also you taking care of yourself behind the scenes and making sure that you make time for you making time for you to um you know decompress and just get everything out and so this weekend what I did was I went to Atlanta and I just took some time to one schedule a, a journal session now I usually leave the journal sessions with moving Menaki or even with my friends like I'm the, I'm that girl yeah. um, when the leading but taking a step back to just not lead and to allow someone else to help me reflect and to release that was amazing. So that's definitely something that I try to fit in is that, um, and the new experiences, I need to have new experiences in my life. I need to try out a new type of uh, musical show, whether that's like on Broadway or um, a performance, going to concerts. Like literally I've sat in this office and after work, I'm like, oh, Snow Allegra is performing down the block. <laughs> I'm going yeah. Name of self-care, <laughs> like doing spontaneous adventure and stuff like that keeps me alive and keeps me going. Um, and then also it's so important to have community. Yeah. I can't stress it enough working in any industry, but especially in an industry that never sleeps. You cannot ever count on a PR person or a social media manager or someone who's in media yeah. to go to sleep when they're supposed to, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. You, you know that sometimes it requires you to have late nights and early mornings and so setting boundaries in that way and just making sure that your community keeps you grounded for me that is moving Meraki and so many of the women in moving Meraki like people that I've just genuinely connected with um overall sometimes we can just not talk about work we can talk about our favorite foods we can pray for each other we can be there for each other bounce off ideas and be able to keep each other accountable um, but those are just so important to have your core people who reflect 
who you are now, who reflect who you want to be, and who reflect, um, also I like to have this in my community, people that look up to you or that reflect who you used to be or a, a figure of who you used to be. Yeah. So for me, what's really important is to have that person that I can pour into, someone that's pouring into me, and then people who we can pour into each other. Because like I said, I keep on saying it, but I, I need you to give yourself grace because life is super complex, especially when you are going after everything that God has put out for you. Yep. And so having that community just feels good. You know, it feels good to keep you level playing and keep you grounded. Um, so yeah, those are some things that help me with this, this life that I'm living in. I think it's a great combo for me just so far, just learning what I need. But the last thing I want to say to that is understanding your season. Um, because sometimes I don't need I don't, if the community is appreciated, but sometimes I need to be in solitude, you know? And so understanding the season that you are personally in and thinking about what your body needs in order to thrive. So for some seasons where I'm like just overwhelmed as an uh, ambivert, which is in between extrovert and um, introvert. Yeah. Sometimes I need solitude. Sometimes I just need me, Jesus. And and in my journal, so yeah. like EJJ, that is it. <laughs> because <laughs> you you know sometimes it just takes for that. But then sometimes I'm like I need a new experience. Like I need people. I need to see people laughing. I need to see what joy looks like again. I need to see what what chasing your dreams looks like again. And so I go to my mentors or the people that I'm always around, which I'm inspired by my friends. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I need to be reminded of how far I've come and how pour into my mentees as always they can call me whenever (laughs) so pouring into them reminds you like oh like I really used to battle with confidence I used to battle with um you know setting boundaries and some of these things I'm still learning but to see that I've come far and I'm able to pour into them whatever I've learned and gained those things all keep me like just at a level playing field every day um that cycle is like undefeated for me right now perfect I love that so much (laughs) Thank you so much for your openness and for being so candid. Um, we have come to the end. Erica, if we wanted to be in community with you, be in relationship with you, how do we find you? Yes, I would say the best way to find me um, if you're trying to connect professionally is to connect yeah. with me on LinkedIn at Erica Knox, E-R-I-C-A-K-N-O-X. And also follow me on Instagram. That is like my life sometimes. If you read my captions, you will be inspired. You might laugh. Um, you might want to reflect and change your life, you know, so we can level up to be the moguls that God is destined for us to be, but definitely follow me on Instagram. All things, me and my lifestyle, um, are there in moderation. And after I've processed it, because I'm a believer in processing your, your, your memories before you share. Um, but then also follow move in Meraki, move in M-E-R-A-K-I. And I don't think I said this, but Meraki is a Greek word, which is why it's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, and it means to do everything with love, creativity, and soul. But what us moguls take from it is to leave a piece of you in everything that you do. So if you are at work, they should know that your light is felt and there um, and seen. It should be making an impact there. If you're in your family, allow your light to shine. Um, and if you are in your creative projects, child, put your soul into it because that is the best return on investment is when you pour into something so beautiful and people around you are impacted by your light. So that's us and that's me. Um, and thank you so, so much for having me. You're Sorry welcome. if I'm whispering. I'm in the office today. Um, 
the double life. <laughs> but thank you so, so, so much. This was so great. You're welcome. And thank you for uh, spelling Meraki first, because I was going to ask you about that, because <laughs> uh, people are going to be. Yes. Thank you again, Erica. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Thank you so much for having this platform and just being bold in your walk, um, in your calling, and just having a space for other women and people in general just to tell their stories and to tell their best practices. Spaces like this are so necessary, especially as you're on the journey. Um, seeing a Issa Rae before she made it to being Issa Rae and that legend and mogul status. Mm -hmm. is beautiful and that's exactly what you're doing I know that it's keeping some people going it's giving people direction so shout out to you girl for hosting you, this amazing platform <laughs> thank you I really appreciate your kind words thank you for tuning in to another great episode don't forget to like share subscribe as all these things help to keep the podcast alive take care until next time.